Beep, 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 breaking Boomer Death Squad elections update. Uh, the elections are over, and we have a newfound contender for uh, evil villain to keep us from getting anything done. The Parliamentarian! Woohoo! The Parliamentarian, whose name I don't care, but I think it's Irish. I think it ends with Mick. Someone Google that for me. Uh, was appointed by Mitch McConnell and could easily be replaced as the last Parliamentarian was replaced also in a 50-50 Senate, exactly like this 19 years ago. But Joe Biden has decided to bridge the divide. We're just going to let her be there and cross out, like, any good parts of any bill. Very exciting times ahead of us, folks. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. You were close. Uh, Elizabeth McDonough. Okay, it's a Mac, so she's Scots. Yeah. That's even yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the same island as the British. You're literally the same thing. I do not believe in Scottish independence. Uh. <laughs> Damn Scottish, they ruined Scotland. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> ah, you Scots sure are a contentious bunch. You've made an enemy for life. <laughs> uh, do you guys just know about the Jason Ravensborg thing? Uh, is that a name? <laughs> uh, yeah, Jason Ravensborg was That's a the... fucking Harry Potter character. Get the I, fuck I know. Out of here. I know. <laughs> Harry Potter character uh is being accused of murder. Uh he is the Sweet. South Dakota Attorney General and he was reading about how Joe Biden stole the election from someone's website called Just the News. Uh, when he, while driving, when he slammed into a man, killing him and hitting him so hard, the man's face came through the windshield. Let's go! Uh, Ravensborg had previously lied and claimed he thought he hit a deer, and then, like, the local <laughs> South Dakota police department, like, got him to admit to this. He just got, like, he just got completely decimated by the cops from Fargo <laughs> in interrogation. <laughs> Yeah, he was doing one of those, um, you know, those classic angry dad rants in the car, talking about Biden stealing the election, then he just, like, <laughs> smokes somebody. He did the beginning of season two of Fargo. Yes, yeah, he literally <laughs> did, yeah. I know, it's incredible. Life imitates art, limita imitates life. Nice, yeah, yeah. So I don't know why, but uh, I've been getting emails from Giffords.com. What, what the hell is that? that? Uh, Gabrielle Giffords. She was the <laughs> she was like the representative. Her, yeah. Her hubby's the the senator now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I I never asked. I never asked her to start emailing me. Uh, she's that lady that got shot by Robbie Mook, so we could make her husband yeah. the senator from Arizona. <laughs> I saw I saw a tweet yeah. from her husband yesterday that was just like him in the front of like some like plane or spaceship or something doesn't some some air traveling device, and uh, it's just him looking back and it says, "I just passed you the aux cord. What are you playing?" Wouldn't it be so cool if we sent him into space and he was just the senator from the moon? <laughs> <laughs> when we officially annex the moon before the fall of the uh, American military empire. Did you guys know that in World War One, uh, they had like uh, a couple of baboons fighting no. in the trenches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like pictures of baboons in full military fatigues. Come like, on, man, sitting... that is not fair. The Italians are people, and we've been recognizing <laughs> them for like, generations now, and just this kind of bigotry is unacceptable. You're very close. You're very close, Joe. The baboons are Turks. Ah, uh, yes, wonderful. <laughs> 
Yeah, but it's sweet. There's a picture of a baboon sitting here with a full military uniform on. He's got his hat on his table. He's eating with a fork and a knife. It looks like some sort of sausage. <laughs> He's having tea. <laughs> That's epic. Yeah, it's really sweet. Corporal Jackie. Is that the name of the baboon? <laughs> yeah. He was a baboon in the South African Army during World War One. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know about Mark Dice? <laughs> No, I don't. Mark Dice, he's another one of these conservative losers on Twitter. Uh, One of his famous viral tweets that went viral against his will was he was like, I just called the Baltimore Police Department and told them about someone's tweet saying they're going to kill Donald Trump, and then they hung up on me and said they don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In response to the Mr. Potato Head controversy and that they're now just going to call it Potato Head, he said, conservative <laughs> states must secede from America. This is the sign. Uh, this guy rocks. Okay, I did see that there was a controversy around Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> That's it. They're just going to call him Potato Head now. And people are people are angry about that? Yes. Which, it's always been a plastic potato. It's like the least fun toy of all time. I'm looking at one across my room uh, right now. You take that back. Um, (laughs) I like the idea that that's the only thing in Matt's room. Like, he's he's in a completely blank room with a mattress in that. (laughs) It is. I have have a microphone coming through the wall. No computer. I don't know where this goes. And I have a Mr. Potato Head. You're just speaking into a disembodied microphone. (laughs) Just hanging from the ceiling. Amazing. (laughs) <laughs> the door is locked. He can't leave. There is no door. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta <clears throat> we gotta bring up this because this is very important to us personally. Uh, weed, folks, has been legalized in the great state of New Jersey. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, kinda. <laughs> I like how one of the restrictions is you can only have seventeen grams of hashish. <laughs> very specific yeah yeah it's illegal to buy it it's illegal to grow it so if you uh if you can just make weed appear in front of you it's okay to have it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. some like new jersey state senator was in like the navy and had some like wild experience in morocco and he was like no more than 17 <laughs> there's a very hard limit at 17 you don't want to know what happens at 18 like, grams of hash I, kn- I know what happens here it's enough <laughs> about a squirrel with superpowers i keep getting this fucking advertisement on youtube and it's literally just like a shitty cg squirrel that can run really fast and they're like (laughs) they're like you have superpowers you're not a normal squirrel it's fucking bizarre that is what sonic the hedgehog is it's just a hedgehog instead yeah but at least he's blue okay at least he's a hedgehog (laughs) when do you see those (laughs) i want the uh the secret squirrel hollywood adaptation movie that's what we really need. We need the Snyder Cut of the Super Squirrel movie. <laughs> Can't wait until the Snyder Cut of Boomer Death Squad comes out. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's just all the slurs that I cut. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> we're kidding, we, folks. Every episode before we record, we do yeah. the full... Well, I do the Cat Williams, Michael Jackson bit. <laughs> yeah, and I do like the, you know, the like the do-re-mi thing to warm up your voice. I do that, with but with every slur. And uh, I'm more of a breathing exercise guy, but on the exhale, you know, you gotta let one fly. <laughs> oh, guys, wait, wait, breaking fucking news. A Georgia Democrat has launched her campaign to unseat Republican rep Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, uh-huh. wow. It's the worst picture of a person I've ever seen. They're just doing the Democrat smirk, and this person's going to raise $250 million, then lose by 50 <laughs> points. I'm very excited to see it. What's the Democrat smirk? Like, having, like, a, a baby's head fall out of your mouth? <laughs> it's the look on Hillary Clinton's face when she looked Bernie Sanders in the eye and said, what does Medicare for all do for black lives? <laughs> right, and then a baby's head fell out of her mouth. Eggs, precisely. <laughs> don't, don't you hate when you're walking onto the Democratic debate stage and baby teeth fall out of your front pocket? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one uh, union bashing podcast on the left, <laughs> bravely fighting against white genocide. I am your <laughs> host, Wiki Joe. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, hi, I'm free speech friendly competitor Dan. <laughs> and I'm maybe you should just deal with management directly instead, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so, uh, folks, if, if, you, if, you, if you couldn't guess it, we're talking about Wikipedia today for our first half. Absolutely. Specifically, we'll be talking about Larry Sanger, noted cool dude on the internet, who, uh, <laughs> co-founded Wikipedia with presumably some other incredibly, incredibly high-functioning pedophile. <laughs> and now, in the vein of Conservapedia, he is launching a, yeah. uh, free speech-friendly competitor. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, and I quote here Larry Sanger blasts increasingly woke Wikipedia's whitewashing <laughs> of socialist and communist human rights atrocities as propaganda <laughs> by Carrie Sheffield, like the dog, in justthenews.com. Just the news, yes, just the same website that that uh, attorney general was reading when he fucking murdered somebody. Yeah, this is. <laughs> We're a proudly yeah. pro just the news website. It's cool when you do. <laughs> well, you crimes. can't be reading yeah. ads or opinions while you're driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, if you know anything about Wikipedia, you know about their their whole policy where pretty much anyone can edit any article to say whatever they want. <laughs> And that sort of led to, uh, I mean, for lack of a better word, like a like a credibility crisis from society at large with Wikipedia. And so they've tried to sort of combat that by deleting the patently false bullshit. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be able to cite any claim you make on Wikipedia in the bottom part. So just when it's being cited from, like, you know... 1488ubermensch.net, <laughs> like, you know, they're like, all right, maybe not, maybe not yeah. this. Um, okay, so uh, let's get into this article here. <clears throat> it starts out, a co-founder of Wikipedia is launching a competing website as a free speech-friendly alternative to what he views as the increasingly monolithic left-wing bias of his former organization. 
Imagine joining this guy's site and then just making like a 900-page thread about the years of lead. <laughs> Operation Condor, just like, oh, free speech, all right. <laughs> you, yeah. want, you want me to talk? I'll fucking talk, baby. Um, well, here, moving on. Here's the, here's the thing, Joe. That's left-wing propaganda, and it would be promptly deleted. Ah, yes, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, last May, Wikipedia co-founder Larry Sanger wrote an op-ed on his personal website titled, Wikipedia is Badly Biased claiming that Wikipedia's neutrality policy, known as NPOV, or neutral point of view, is, quote, dead. <laughs> it's dead. Nothing yeah. else to say. NPOV is dead, and my pedophile <laughs> friend killed him. Moving on. <laughs> Again, Allegedly. this is... Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> this Again, suck. This is, this is the result of Wikipedia just deleting completely patently false information. That's what he's so angry about. And this guy said, NPOV, more like NKVD. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty fucking yeah. good. All right. Uh, so he, he goes on. Now, when schoolchildren visit the Wikipedia website to look up answers to questions about the meaning of socialism, quote, they're going to find an explanation that completely ignores any conservative, libertarian, or critical treatment of the subject, Sanger told Just the News AM television program. And that's really problematic. That's not education. That's propaganda. I, you guys remember You guys remember your teacher giving you that homework question back in the day. D define the meaning of socialism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Isn't there someone you forgot to ask and it's like two guys holding hands and one's labeled kids, socialist Wikipedia, and then the third slot is the CIA? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so this guy's real problem with uh, Wikipedia is that... Um, <laughs> it doesn't say socialism have... is a bloodthirsty regime... Yeah. Founded by Karl Marx, the evilest dictator in the land, who personally killed a hundred million good Chinese capitalists with his bare hands. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. His his problem with Wikipedia is that they don't do right-wing propaganda. Do they even do left-wing propaganda? No, that's the thing, no. <laughs> is, is, is talking about, like, stati statistical quality of life increases propaganda? <laughs> well, to this guy, yes. <clears throat> it's propaganda to do anything but support the Russian czar. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nicholas yeah. was a good friend of mine. <laughs> uh, Sanger referred to a Fox News report last week by Maxim Lott, which noted the two main pages for socialism and, socialism and communism span a massive 28,000 words. <laughs> a massive 28,000 words. And yet they contain no discussion of the genocides committed by socialist and communist regimes in which tens of millions of people were murdered and starved. You know where, you know, uh, you know what stats Wikipedia does give about tens of millions of people being murdered and starved? Uh, what? The famines that legitimately caused it? <laughs> The gen yeah, the genocide in North Korea by the United States. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 exactly. It's the thing where they're adding all the COVID deaths in the United States to the total in the Black Book of Communism for people <laughs> communism yeah. killed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so he goes on here. First launched in 2001, Wikipedia was initially truly committed to neutrality, said Sanger. For about the first five or ten years, he recalled, quote, you could go to articles on the most controversial topics of the day and the culture war, and you would find all sides being fairly represented. 
<laughs> what does that even fucking mean? What were the culture In... war issues of the day back then? Like the Dixie Chicks? It was 2001, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, it was fucking Freedom Fries, man. Like, of yeah, course yeah, you yeah. preferred the neutral culture of 2001. It was the culture of George W. Bush's 95% approval rating. It was yeah. it, it was the Geno subs page saying, hey, the fucking, the Mexicans burn in hell sign is there, and maybe that's okay, but maybe it isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. They, they made it a discourse. It's all about the marketplace of ideas about whether or not you should burn. There used to be yeah. a comment section. <laughs> uh, but about 10 years ago, he said, as, quote, as liberals made or leftists made their march through the institutions, Wikipedia <laughs> became one of those influential institutions and the left basically took it over. So, again, this guy is super mad that Wikipedia started requiring, like, actual fact-checking. Maybe, maybe he means in the sense that, uh... Anyone can edit Wikipedia, and most people have inherently leftist views unless they stumble oh, right, across maybe. some fucking shit on the internet. Right. Uh, by then, Sanger said, Wikipedia started getting rid of citations from conservative sources. Quote, even conservative sources that were cited in order to explain the conservative point of view. Again, just like, according to Stormfront.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> according to Mein Kampf. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, okay, so what is the conservative point of view on, like, Iran-Contra? Like, <laughs> like it. the conservative view is the propaganda. Uh, the conservative uh, view is Oliver North is a fucking traitor. <laughs> well, well, yeah, the conservative view is there's no such thing as the fucking conservative view. Conservatism right. is just subservience to power. That's the yeah. idea. That they yeah. know what's best. That I'm a good little boy and I need a spanking when they tell me I need a spanking <laughs> and I deserve to be fed only when they decide. Yeah. Okay. So, Sanger told Just the News that his new forthcoming project called, are, are you ready for this one? Encyclosphere. <laughs> <laughs> utter dog shit. <laughs> uh, just good fucking job, man. You did it. Yeah. You're gonna win this fucking culture war. <laughs> <laughs> it's a decentralized network of the world's encyclopedias, what he called an old-fashioned, leaderless, ownerless network, like the blogosphere. <laughs> he has uh, clarified in great terms that it will not be blockchain because he believes blockchain is controlled by uh, SJWs or something. Yeah. Uh, he also takes credit for the name Wikipedia, and what a fucking hit to yeah. go from Wikipedia to encyclosphere. Okay, but wasn't wasn't one of the first names he came up with Weenipedia? Yeah, he was like, <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia started as Weenipedia, then Weedipedia, then Wikipedia. Yeah, this shit sucks. Dude, they all kind of suck, including Wikipedia, and just imagining going through and just coming up with new, like, noises that start with the letter W. Yeah. <laughs> but Encyclosphere it was, it is was so... It was Wapapedia for a while. It was a whole anti-Wapapedia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Sanger said, just as there are no administrators in the blogosphere, in the same way, I want to create a protocol that very loosely ties all the encyclopedias online together. So really, his whole thing is no mods. <laughs> yeah, no gods, no mods. Yeah. Uh, God bless Sanger. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> 
Uh, in a video posted to Twitter, Sanger announced the Encyclosphere, calling it, quote, a free, giant, global knowledge commons, commons without any central control. S Sanger said his team has already done an encyclopedia meta search project. So, I'm not entirely sure what that means, but I presume it means he put together a team of people to find the encyclopedias that this website will choose from. Yeah, yeah, Which exactly. means there is central control in the information. Oh, completely, completely. Well, this guy was talking on Twitter, and he said the most important book ever written is the Bible. <laughs> so that's a great kind of guy to be interpreting what you should and should not know. Come, yeah. Joey, Joey, that part with, like, the fish and, like, the sand and the dying was amazing, though. And the dying. <laughs> yeah, the Bible's basically a tool music video, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's about that useful. Um... Sanger said he, quote, casually asked on Twitter, and a gazillionaire offered us money for Encyclosphere. So, <laughs> which uh, gazillionaire do you guys think that might have been? I, I, I've, I'm stuck between either Bezos or Musk. Bezos Prob or Musk. Uh, it's probably a Coke boy. Maybe it's a Walton. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we have plenty possible. of economic royalty in America who would love to sponsor a fucking Wikipedia that says it's okay to kill your Uber driver. It's something weird. <laughs> it's like a Stuyvesant or something. It's like an old villain from back in the day. We don't it's hear Tom about Steyer. much anymore. Yeah. It's Tom yeah. Steyer, well, and he's doing it because his name also begins with S. <laughs> That's the well, same number he, of letters. Uh, since he said a gazillionaire and didn't actually say a millionaire, a billionaire, uh, I don't think it's anybody. <laughs> Yeah, he's just lying. It's God. <laughs> he could have said a real amount of money if it was a person. Yeah, yeah. It's Jeffrey Epstein's Bitcoin money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's fin let's finish up the article here. Um, Sanger said he had not been canceled by his former colleagues, and that they had not tried to tamper significantly with his own Wikipedia entry. Perhaps he thinks because criticism of me would reflect badly on themselves. <laughs> So this guy is like a Stalin-esque uh, figure. <laughs> yeah, I love the idea that he's trying to edit his own Wikipedia page to be like, I suck too, <laughs> and they're stopping him, and he's like, ah, yes, the snake, and also the snake, and our glorious dance of rivalry. <laughs> Fucking yeah. it's, it's like when Gavin McInnes was, like, forced out of Vice for being too racist, but, like, I don't even think this guy gets, like, a multi-million dollar payout. No, exactly. <laughs> it's the same thing, but he didn't figure out how to get his bag. He just, like... Post things on Twitter that literally get seven likes. <laughs> well, he, he, he does get a third of all the donations that go to Wikipedia, actually, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, it's the law. Like how Wikipedia's got like a war chest worth 300 or 400 million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it's all just going to him. One of the fights he recently picked on his Twitter was with the account at Fact. Ooh, AI. <laughs> he was complaining that it doesn't bother to cite sources and then he said speaking as an epi epistemologist with a oh growing God. up emoji <laughs> so that was pretty cool uh... anyone like back in like you know like when uh, philosophers like were figuring shit out or whatever there weren't too many things to be so if you called yourself an epistemologist like whatever but anyone who calls themselves that now like yeah, you get the wall. Like, no question. <laughs> I don't even know what epistemologist means. He, like, likes pissing on himself, and he wants to tell me about it. Like, cool, brother. I, I, think, yeah. I think it's one who studies knowledge. 
A guy no, he who... studies pissing on people. Yeah. You're right. We'll go with that one. Yeah. What What is knowledge but pissing into another man's brain and his heart? <laughs> yeah, well, that's how you share knowledge. Of course. Uh... Uh, moving on, he also uh, blocked at POTUS when it became uh, Joe Biden <laughs> as his brave stand against uh, Twitter evil. <laughs> uh, taking a brave stand against Orwell. Yeah, yeah, he ats Jack and asks him to give him an RSS feed version of his feed. <laughs> he, wow, that's that's Kafka-esque. Yeah, yeah, and then he's just retreating, like, you know, louder with Crowder. Oh, uh, and famously, like, amazingly, he was like, I just learned from a Brit at Paul Joseph Watson, who's that prison <laughs> planet guy, yeah. who Tom Brady is, why he's important to football, and why the leftists want to cancel him. He had to whoa, whoa 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 He had to have a British person explain to him who Tom Brady is. So this is like the kind of like ooh sports ball conservative <laughs> debate, like just complete fucking zero, just a complete loser. Yeah. He's like ooh yeah. the leftists want to cancel Tom Brady just because he licks his child's teeth. Like oh my god. <laughs> Once Very again, I think he's just cool. lying. I don't know if he talked to Paul Joseph Watson, and I think if he did, they definitely didn't talk about Tom Brady. No, no, no. He just saw Tom Joseph Watson tweeting about Tom yeah. Brady. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You just said Tom Joseph Watson. That's a cool kind I did. of guy. <laughs> uh, finally, finally, someone posted an admittedly insane picture of kids in school band, like, performing in little green tent pod things. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. Which is Jesus insane Christ. just because there are kids in school right now, and there shouldn't be. But he yeah. says, uh, this is an attack on our dignity. The conformist jerks responsible for this insanity say we must go lock and step or else we'll be called names and booted <laughs> from the band. Fine, oh, no. let them call you names and boot you from the band. <laughs> That's it. That's the tweet. Cool guy. I really hope he becomes the new arbiter of human knowledge in the uh, coming days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, tweeted the same picture and was like, Child abuse! Stop this child abuse! <laughs> and she, she she zoomed in on the one kid like playing a tuba in the in the tent and it was it was really funny because he's like in there and uh, she's like number eight tent number eight child abuse. She's gonna get like QAnon people to like storm middle schools all across the country. Yeah. Fucking Yeah, they're hell. gonna rip this poor kid out of his tuba tent when he, like, wanted to be in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The libs are really mad about kids in cages, but what, what about kids in tents? <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein's penis grafted onto his own. Exactly. Do you really want that one, though? The he does. The only one available. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's the only one available. They don't have, like, Walt Disney's anywhere. <laughs> oh, have you guys seen this incredible fucking Democrat brain thing about the CPAC 2021 stage? What? No. 
They're saying it's shaped like the Odal or Othala rune, which is a fucking Swedish, like, Viking rune used by the Nazis. Oh my god. (laughs) What shape is it? Like, the Republicans have that much attention to detail when decorating. Yeah, exactly. It's just like a square with two sides off to either thing. Exactly. Oh, wait, Uh, so are you saying that it's a stage? (laughs) Are you saying it's shaped like a stage? Yeah, basically. (laughs) That's awesome. They think they're doing some, like, weird, like, U2 tour, like, high art thing at CPAC where the stage is shaped a certain way and it's going to rotate and spin. (laughs) That is the same exact thing as the Q obsession with symbolism, isn't it? No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's blue and on. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh my god, I just texted my Grubhub driver the picture of the fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Of what? Of the stage? Of the rune that the stage is supposed to look <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna be like, whoa, bro, is this what I think it is? <laughs> is this that Nazi rune, bro? <laughs> so you're cancelled. Can you review, uh... Oh, jeez, that does like, look Nazi as shit. You know how you can review your Uber... Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you, can le- you can, like, review your uh, Uber passengers. Can you review, like, your Grubhub, like, the people you bring food to? For sure, for sure. Like, he sent me a Nazi rune. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fucking good, man. Pretty fucking good. Uh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, let's get into the second half. Let's stop speaking talking about of, Nazi uh, runes. Speaking of Nazi runic <laughs> magic, let's talk about public school alternatives, folks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, it is the it is the era of uh, Zoom, folks. It's the era of pandemic. No kids are going to school. Well, I mean, some kids are going to school. Uh, you know, every school in the country opens up for three days, and they have to shut back down when 30 people get COVID. Approximately. So, so this has uh it has put new life into uh the movement for private charter schools and the aboli- the abolition of public schools. Oh yeah, I mean, well they're they fucking get it. All these people who were like it's time to elect Joe Biden and then push him left have a fucking head injury as seen by the you know, immigrant detention centers we are building new now or the 28,000 people we've already deported or the raising of a small Syrian village yesterday. Yeah. Conversely, conservatives have figured out quite rightly that Joe Biden is a right-wing autocrat and will give them just about anything they want for any semblance of a victory in his part. They basically want the same things. Joe Biden's been calling for this for years. And they're going to use his administration to get it through. Absolutely. Let's talk about the uh, wonderful name of this website. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So we've got an article titled, Now's Our Chance to Create Public School Alternatives by Eleanor Dashwood (laughs) in The American Thinker. (laughs) Sounds like a fucking Ayn Rand character. (laughs) Yeah, could you get more Protestant than than those two? Six words. The American thinker. Well, it's certainly not a Catholic, but... (laughs) The American thinker, it's like the statue, but his hand isn't under its chin. He's just, like, beating off. (laughs) Yeah, he's scratching his balls, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's got his finger up his asshole. (laughs) He's got two hands. So so it starts out here. 
we have never had a better opportunity to create an alternative to the crumbling, corrupt public school system. Conservatives must decide how to act and then act quickly. Well, it's so, certainly literally crumbling because the infrastructure is falling apart and they won't put any money into it. Yeah, conservatives are the reason that it's crumbling. Oh, but yeah. Th they've just, they've, uh... I think pretty correctly realized that this is a better chance to upend public schooling than even um, Katrina was. Because, you know, as soon as Katrina hit, they shut down all the public schools <laughs> and opened up, like, dozens of private charter schools. Yeah, exactly. Same deal. Same type of people who can get the money. Yeah. Natural disaster breeds capitalism <laughs> well natural disaster wipes out the public infrastructure and then rather than rebuild public infrastructure which is just you know an unambiguous good for a society uh people want to insert their own profit motive and make a dollar campaign right, exactly. donors local money and all sorts of places that's what it's all about that's why they can find bipartisan support for things like this new york's yeah. got a huge fucking public private school problem not just louisiana yeah uh, throughout parts of the United States, children have not been in school for a year. Instead, they are expected to daily attend Zoom classes. What that means in practical terms is that many kids sit somewhere at home, log into class, turn off the camera, and go back to bed or play games on their phone throughout the entire school day. <laughs> one young man I know is one of only two students in his entire middle school class whose face appears in the Zoom classroom, and that is because he is a disabled student whose mother sits with him. The school district cannot force children to turn the camera on. Why does she say she knows the kid and doesn't know his mom? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, whatever. That's whatever part of the story. But, like, she doesn't go, like, hey, I I'm, I have a friend whose kid sits on camera. She, I know this <laughs> <Yeah>. child. <laughs> but <laughs> one glaring issue that she leaves out of this is if we had just handled COVID correctly, then the kids would have been on Zoom for, like, two months. <laughs> yeah, you know where the... You know where this isn't a problem? Wuhan, China. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> it's that whole thing where they're just like, yeah, the Chinese created the virus in a lab and either on purpose or accidentally released it to uh, prove that the United States is crumbling and can't deal with its problems. It's like, well, oh, look, they, they were won. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, they <laughs> won. China, we should prove them they, right. They blame for the virus, but they also want to build their new charter schools in prefabricated parts and have them shipped over from Wuhan, China. <laughs> right. So yeah. They right, have right, to exactly. use American bricks or hands in the right. process. That right there is the spirit of American innovation, which is anti-Chinese racism built with Chinese products. Yeah. Okay. So she goes on here. In my work, counseling children. Can you imagine if this psychopath oh, no. was your counselor? <laughs> well, that's the problem. There's too many school counselors that are like that psychopath. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mine was. Mine yeah, was insane. She, she got fired school. for being so insane. Yeah, the school counselor at our school was literally like a cop. Like, he's the worst yeah. fucking guy. Like, he looks uh, like he could have been an extra on the shield, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Numerous children have complained to me of isolation, severe loneliness, and anger. One formerly school-loving boy asserted that teachers don't care about their students, and it makes no difference if he does his work or not. He will carry that sentiment back to the classroom, should they ever open up. Again, if only President Z was here to save you, man. I'm very sorry. <laughs> like... Yeah. And the, the absolute fucking joke that is private education, that... People pretending that private teachers are better than public? Yeah, exactly. When you insert a profit worse. motive, you don't need, everything. like, a degree most you of the don't. time. You don't! 
one of the biggest problems with private teachers, beyond the fact that, again, they don't have degrees and they pay the minimum wage or whatever, is yeah. uh, there is a profit motive to keeping your numbers up through standardized testing in schooling. This already yes. happens in more elite public schools, but in private schools, they just kick out students that aren't performing the way they want them to. And they also let the kids they want to pass cheat. Yeah, exactly. It, com it compounds. Those children who live in cramped, tiny homes, perhaps with physically, emotionally, or sexually abusive relatives, have been denied their only haven away from family misery. They've also lost the chance that someone might identify their dangerous situation and help them. These children, who are disproportionately lower income and minority, have become invisible. Oh yeah, so we're devoting tons of resources and money to vaccinating children, right? And getting them back to schools to solve this? And the teachers oh, yeah. as well? <laughs> it's yeah. Like, it's like, no, every vaccine is going to the richest counties in America in all 50 of the states. Ah, I wonder yeah. how that happened. But the it's algorithm also like, just decided we needed it more. Yeah. So she, she starts out this paragraph by saying that uh, poor people are violent and sexually abusive, right, to their children. And then she finishes it up by saying that the only way to save these poor children is to make them pay more money to go to school. Which would, of course, just push them out of education entirely. Mm -hmm. Or beyond paying money, they want the state to provide waivers for the amount of money from the that they would pay for that child to go to public school to the private school. Right. So some eel gets to eat as much as he can off the top and runs the school as on the cheap as possible. You'll be right. writing just on lead plates because it's the <laughs> cheapest yeah. thing to source. No wonder teachers don't want to go back to school. With angry, apathetic, depressed, anxious, and disrespectful kids, some who missed a year of learning, coming back, behavior problems may be rough. So here again, she doesn't touch on why kids are angry, apathetic, depressed, or anxious. Yeah. We've had this insane lockdown unlike anywhere else in the world because we have been worse at fighting this virus than anywhere in the world but our fucking little fucked up brother in the UK. But these kids were angry, apathetic, depressed, and anxious before COVID. They're poor. They have to live in this shithole country. And <laughs> they're saying that teachers don't want to go back to school simply because they hate kids, not because, oh, I don't know, the fucking pandemic. <laughs> exactly. Not, not that it's quite likely going to kill them because yeah. we don't put any money into schools and all the fucking changes we need to make now for school to even work when fucking buildings are supposed to be at 50% capacity. Yeah. How big was your average public school class? Mine was like 40 people. I went to a really small, I live in a really small town, so mine doesn't really, but I went to the, I went to the county high school and my grade was like 200 or something. <laughs> That's about what we had in my grade. It was 200. Yeah. yeah, but my point is overstocked classrooms. The teacher-to-student yeah. ratio is already so insane. What, you're going to make classes a half, a third the average size and just send the kids back? It literally doesn't work. You don't have the fucking people to do it. Yeah. And that's not what they're calling for. What they're calling for is herd immunity. Let all the teachers... Let all the older teachers die off so we don't have to pay their pensions. Let right. all the... Uh, weaker of the younger kids die off so you know we're cleaning up the gene pool or whatever and when <laughs> yeah. you know disproportionately covid deaths in like the south and minority heavy places are yeah. the people of color and not their masters fucking chris christie got covid and was fine but you bet your ass your fat uncle is dying baby oh yeah oh yeah
meanwhile, the curriculum has become a lot angrier. California, for example, is all in for BLM-supported critical race theory instruction with overt anti-white and anti-Semitic components. It's anti-Semitic to say that Israel shouldn't make Palestine a parking lot. Moving on. But, but it's also like, there's no chance in fucking hell that that is in any public curriculum. The entire school board in the Oakley School District in the Bay Area of California resigned after being caught in a hot mic moment mocking parents for wanting school reopened to babysit kids so they could stay at home and get high. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude, the Oakley School District, is that Oakland? I don't know. That's another fucked up area. It doesn't matter. It's the California Bay Area. The school board is just comprised of tech executives who are bored. Yes, no, exactly. <laughs> Uh, again, 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 she's, she ignores the fact that the pandemic, like, is real, it exists, it kills people, and she just, she makes not wanting to go back to school the teacher's fault because they're bad, or whatever. The head of the Los Angeles Unified School District Union, Cicely Miartz Cruz, whose claim to fame appears to be that she is the first woman of color in her position, and is an avid BLM supporter and activist, tweeted on January 17th. Okay, so she did a kind of a long tweet, and I don't feel like reading it. Uh, so the summary is, um, she says basically that wealthy people have been bitching uh, to her to reopen the school, but of course their district is fucking massive, and the infection rates are skyrocketing, so they can go back when it's safe. That's that's basically what she says. Of course. Yeah. Uh, to this uh, lady, this is of course bigotry. Yeah, aside from Yart Cruz's bigotry fewer people are buying this teacher's line anymore it's not about the children it's about them oh but her bigotry is against wealthy people that's so fucking yeah. funny this is a person of means type of person <laughs> exactly exactly it's about them if the union cared about the children, they would be trying to return the children to a semblance of normal life for their mental health and to assure their academic skills don't crumble away. Again, just ignoring the fucking pandemic. I love the idea of a bunch of seniors of high school coming back, at, like, unable to read next year. <laughs> like, yeah. however they think this works. Of course, you don't learn anything on the internet, but that's a whole different set of problems that again would be solved if we took the pandemic even remotely seriously but that's not what yes. they want to do they want to just open it up and uh you know let little timmy and his asthma go with the fishes the pandemic is extremely useful for them so that they can shut down public infrastructure yes this absolutely. is what they want the school's already closed just keep it locked uh, yeah, or it's like, send the kids back to school so that the schools can become dilapidated and fucked up and run out of all the money because we're going to school during a pandemic. Yeah. So then we have to close them. Okay. Comedy podcast. <laughs> yeah. The union for decades has declared every pay raise that teachers receive is for the children. They have convinced millions, Michael Moore being a recent example, <laughs> that they are grossly underpaid and under underappreciated. I think now she's really, really getting to uh, the whole the whole underlying point of this. Just it's a whole anti-teachers union. Yeah, because the teachers yeah. union is one of the last unions in the country that still has some power, some weight to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and the the police unions. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> well, I, 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 that's I don't I don't count that as a union. They're not. Yeah, they're not real. They'd have that power either way. But yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so. 
but are teachers underpaid? Boom. They work. Boom. They, yeah. Yeah. Fucking amazing. They work a nine month year and get paid for 12 months. They retire with a lifelong pension. They are decidedly middle class. It's that crusty bit. Everywhere I go, I see teachers in Ferraris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. They work nine months and get paid for 12. They get paid, like, less than $60,000 a year on average, don't they? Uh, yes. yes. I've had teachers who uh, were waiters. I've had teachers yeah. who were insurance salesmen. I've had very few teachers who were just teachers. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, okay, so they're middle class, she says. They're middle class. So they're middle class, and they get paid too much. So what what are what are we aiming for here? To make them poor? Yes. <laughs> what what they don't, they don't want there to be a middle class. They want the entire lower class to view right. themselves as the middle class. Of that course, is the dream. That the middle right. class is just like, you know, people living in mud huts. Yeah. Uh and while there are wonderful, talented, caring individuals teaching the union protects incompetent, indifferent, horrendous teachers from ever being fired. Do you? Th what if? What if you posed the same question to her, but about cops and the cop unions? What do you think she would say then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Is that for the children? Miart Cruz received 69% of UTLA's votes. That shows the teachers are pretty much all in with her radical positions, such as not sending people to work in a pandemic. Yeah, don't kill us. I don't yeah. want to die. <laughs> that sort of radical <laughs> yeah. positioning that conservatives yeah. have no idea how to grapple with. <laughs> it's the primary point of conservative politics is talking people into dying. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Tricking oh, just people. Just do it. It's easy. Yeah. Tricking people into killing themselves. Uh, even parents who typically don't notice are starting to notice. They're seeing their children doing worse, getting unhappier, and losing interest in school. So, could this be, uh, curriculum? Could curriculum be the problem here? Or maybe a, uh, an undying sense of hopelessness when you think about your future in this dying capitalist empire? I was gonna say, you put off going back to school this semester solely because you didn't want to do this online bullshit. You want to do actual yeah. school where you're able to learn something. And hey... Yeah. Fair enough there. You're trying to survive the pandemic. But these people's idea is that this is fucked up and the thing to do is just pretend it's not happening. Cover your eyes and ears and go la 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 la. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they are suddenly noticing and getting, getting frightened by the critical race theory curriculum's racial divisiveness. Black lives matter. They're so yeah. scared of the idea that black people are people. What school curriculum teaches about Black Lives Matter? Uh, well, they all probably have some sort of, like, stupid bullshit where they're just going to be like, and then George Washington Carver invented the peanut. Right, right. Which I done. found out the other day, he didn't. He invented crop rotation, which is cooler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he invented, like, literally the staple that allows Western civilization to exist. There's, like, there's, like, there's, there's, like, a Google quiz, and it was like, what did George Washington Carver invent? I was like, easy, peanut butter. I click it, it's like, wrong, crop <laughs> rotation. I was like, what? <laughs> Uh, if a viable alternative were available, a free alternative that offered their children a place to go learn and play outside, they would go. Okay, so, like you said, Joe, 
this the way that uh, vouchers work is the public school money just goes to some guy instead of a a school system, right? Exactly. So it's the same amount of free, except a guy is getting rich off of it. Yes, precisely. And uh, it's me uh, and Varga walking into the school's uh, principal's office and telling him we're going to start making some changes around here. <laughs> yeah. And the general idea is how they're going to accomplish this. They are going to chain the teachers to the floor. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, we don't have teachers, but we want to open this school, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or if they don't make, if they don't require like a, a degree to teach, they could maybe get around having to hire anyone in a teacher's union at all. Oh yeah, wouldn't that be easy? Wouldn't oh, that be yeah. convenient? Imagine they get them all in classrooms, but then the history teacher is just like Prager U, just like just <laughs> yeah. play it, <laughs> shuffle play. All right. Uh, it goes on. Hillsdale College has launched a K-12 curriculum that has already been implemented successfully in charter schools. This is a classical education that emphasizes the basics, the values, history, and academics be- and academic basics that public schools no longer teach. Uh, so I'm guessing that would be like Manifest Destiny is uh, good and uh, divine intervention or something. <laughs> like, what do they mean by anti-white? That we did genocide the Native Americans? Exactly. What does that mean? Uh, well, no, because they don't deny it. They're just like, yeah, and it was good. And it was, yeah, right. It was a good thing. It was a good and righteous thing, and God told us to. God, God, yeah. This is a stark alternative to the anti-white, anti-Semitic, hate-filled rhetoric that is permeating our schools with ever greater intensity, to the exclusion of actual academic subjects. If affordable alternative to schools were available, the curriculum is ready. They don't need to be large. A single neighborhood could be enough to start the process. Yeah, I, I, I hated when they replaced science with throwing uh, darts at pictures of the Founding Fathers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was also when they replaced math with critical race theory. <sighs> yeah. I just love the idea of this system of fucking patronage they want to replace public education with. They yeah. want there to be some rich god in the center of town and everyone sends their kids to his company to learn how to read. Yeah. That is the idea of private schooling. It's amazing. Yep. He lives in a in a big house on the, the hill at the top of town. Exactly. <laughs> and, of course, this brings us back even to the main takeaway of our last article, which is they just want their propaganda to be the curriculum. Precisely. And they had it for many years, like we many, said. Many, many years. And, the I mean, they still terror, pretty much do. Fries. Cancel the entire country of French. Those pussies, they don't want to bomb Iraq. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, people who think that public school curriculums are, like, like sympathetic to socialism. These yeah, people it, are fucking psychotic. It's, it's, the, it's the other thing where to some degree, whether it's like willful or not, they're living in the world we kind of would rather be living in. Yeah. <laughs> where these things happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Chaz theory. Exactly. How if they <laughs> yeah. were to start a separatist community, it would just be Maoist. <laughs> um, okay, so she goes on. I don't know who can organize or implement this, so I encourage a discussion. (laughs) 
Existing groups and organizations may want to get on board. You know, I'm sure I'm sure that's true. Members of Congress might be interested. Yeah, that's definitely true them. as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Parents could band together. Wealthy donors could pa- partner with grassroots community level groups. <laughs> <laughs> astroturfing. That's a yeah. We could yeah. astroturf this. Call your congressman and ask him if he would like some money. Like <laughs> wealthy donors and grassroots communities sure go together. <laughs> Amazing. We have never had a better opportunity to offer parents an alternative to teachers with values like Mark Cruz, and we are and we better take it fast. But you could just stop the sentence at teachers. We have never had a better yeah. opportunity to offer an alternative to teachers, which is yeah, literally Jeffrey Epstein, private math school teacher, a hundred percent, private school math teacher, whatever. Fuck. <laughs> Many parents other than longtime conservatives are starting to realize the system is rotten to its core. They see teachers demanding to be in the front of the line to get vaccines, yet still refusing to enter the classroom for safety. Well, they're not getting the vaccine. And they are being forced to go into the classroom. She 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 also sees teachers as part like part of the system and perpetrating the system as opposed to also having to navigate through this fucked up system. Yeah, 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 exactly. Big teacher is literally yeah. her what she's worried about. Yeah. We must end end the tyranny of big lunch lady. <laughs> <laughs> no more sloppy Joe. Yeah. They're trying to erase you, Joey. <laughs> more and more parents are seeing the hypocrisy, but they still have no other place to send their kids when these awful schools <laughs> eventually open. Unless they are the few who can afford private schools. So yeah, quiet part loud right there. Yeah, and here they say explicitly. Yeah, and this is the last uh, couple sentences here. Even as we continue to fight for vouchers, <laughs> we must connect as a community to create an alternative that could end the left's corrupt control over our children's minds. Which people or organizations will read... Oh, wait a minute. She fucked this up. Yeah, that's her fuck up, not you. Yeah, which people or organizations will ready to take the lead? (laughs) (laughs) And folks, last but not least, Eleanor Dashwood is a pseudonym. (laughs) This article was written by Neera Tandon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This article was written by Tom Riddle. Literally. It could be anyone. It's fucking amazing. Uh, But yeah. In her heart of hearts, she's right. She will have a better time fighting for this than we will have fighting for health care, <laughs> livable wage. Yeah, just basic fucking food and water in the coming <laughs> years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad, a comedy podcast. Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're sorry, folks. <laughs> yeah, we thought that would be funnier. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. And I've been Matt. Bye bye. See ya. Toodles. What do you think the teacher's gonna look like this year? <laughs>
Mets.